Hey, everybody, and thank you for joining me on this episode of Chatting with Country. Today on the line with me, I have Emmanuel. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm hey, doing you, good. Finally. You good? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, good. Perfect. What's up? What's good? How's your day going? So it's going pretty good. I got my uh, Starbucks that first time I'm getting this one. Normally, I just like drink an energy drink or something. But I was like, all right, let me try Starbucks out. You ain't never drank Starbucks? Oh, a long time ago. But I had that like, oh, they're just expensive for no reason type attitude. But I was like, actually, dang, this is better than Dunkin'. Oh, don't be putting down Dunkin' Donuts now. Starbucks is, <laughs> Starbucks is very addictive now. I don't know. They put a little crack in they, in they stuff. I don't know. It, it feels like it's like less sweet, but like more. I don't know. It just tastes, I don't know, high, higher quality, I guess. Mm, that's how you feel? Uh, higher <laughs> quality? Oh, you around there with your pinky finger. Don't be missing <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts out. now. <laughs> So I like what you're doing with your podcast though, like uh chatting with country, that's pretty good. Chatting with country. Yeah, is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Okay, perfect. Cool. All right. So who is Emmanuel? Tell us a little bit about you. Who is Emmanuel? That's one of that's that's the real me. Uh on my online me is Memnon, Memnon Warrior. And then so I got my fighting side, which is Memnon Warrior, that's the savage. And uh, the the stoic, you know, don't don't say much, just you know, let the action speak. And then there's my artist side, who sings, and that's the side like I'm trying to promote in between fights. So I got always got that that like you know, switching up fighting mode, and then the music artist mode. Emmanuel, that's the real me. I don't really post about Emmanuel too much. Yeah, but you're going to give us some stuff on today. So you can start from as young or as old as you like. Just tell us a little bit of your background. My background is like, uh, I don't talk much about it because I know a lot of little kids look up to me. Mm-hmm. But I was always in fights, uh, in school, always in street fights, always fighting in school. When I was in school, when I and when I was in, in school, I was always like, you know, just working out or like, boxing with friends boxing with random people just i was just always into fighting growing up and when i was little even like like my daughter's age around like five i was uh always throwing hands just always kicking punching like i i remember this one story my mom uh always tell she'd be uh she'd be like when i was little i would always like fight my barber just 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 like four years old, just like just throwing hands with the barber. <laughs> so I guess I was just born born to incline into like a, like a modern gladiator. Just just I'm glad I found a way. When I was like twelve, I found a gym and I was going there. That's when I started like uh, not like street fighting so much, like getting into trouble so much. Just uh, going to that gym every day, walking to that gym from the school, like middle school. Mm-hmm. And I would walk to that gym every day, be there for like three hours. Get I would get out of school like three, be uh, walk to that gym, it's like 10 minutes maybe. Walk there, be at that gym from like four-ish to like eight, then just run on every day. Mm-hmm. Was it hard growing up on the south side of Chicago? 
No, nah, because my parents were smart. They, like, had me in, like, uh, the good school. So I went to, like, good school. So it never was, like, the schools I went to had, like, people from the city. So they would come and, like, try to be, like, something they not. But, uh, or, like, be something they they around all the time. So, you know, you never knew. Um, but that's, that's, I was never a bully, but I always was that person that was, like, all right, the smallest thing is going to make me just like, you know, fight you. How important is good role models, male role models? Uh, almost, that's almost one of the most important things because uh, what a kid is around and subject to in their environment is going to be, you know, what they end up doing almost, I would say 70%, 80% of the time. So a role model, someone that could come in and lead by example, is like that's that's one of the biggest things for like the youth. So, how did you become part of Go Fitness? Tell me a little bit about that. How long you been going there? Uh, I've been teaching at this location. It wasn't always Go Fitness, but the older location. Um, I've been teaching there since I was seventeen. So. I've been here for a long time. How's your how's your relationship with the owner? Oh, uh, he he's like he's like a good role model to me. Um, you think like so? A, he be telling stories. <laughs> yeah, he uh, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's. A, I would say he's a good role model to me. Like someone you know that definitely leads by example. Someone that uh, you know, uh, true to their word, and um, always striving to do better. How would, how do you prepare mentally when you're getting ready to fight? Like, what does that look like for you? I like how we starting this this podcast all over the place. <laughs> we going from my childhood to the fight. Uh, that's that's like a, a good podcast though. That we could just talk about anything. <laughs> um, the mindset of of getting into a fight, like. It's just, it's so hard to explain into words. It's like, if you know, you know, because uh, getting into a fight, it's like, uh, let me say the best, the closest, I don't know if you've ever been in like a high situation or high adrenaline moment ever, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, the little butterflies you get right before, you know, shit's about to hit the fan. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. And, uh, but you got to learn how to control that. Like everybody gets nervous. If you say you don't get nervous or scared, you're you 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 fake kicking it. You fake kicking it. Um, everybody gets nervous or scared, but the people that like you know use that into like fuel and and, and it fuels their confidence. Like, uh, like it kind of makes you feel alive. Like you feel real alive. Like you just you aware of every uh, outcome a fight can go. And um, if you're smart, you're aware of any outcome. Because I, I, every time I go in there, I think I can die. My opponent can die. Uh, it could be a grueling war. It can be a short night. I could get knocked out. You know, anything can happen. So I go in there ready for anything. And uh, it's kind of relieving, though, because I get to, like, showcase in front of everybody. Rather I win, rather I lose. As long as I showcase my best, uh, I never really be too disappointed. I saw you um like 
try to bully that last person that you was going up against. <laughs> uh, let's talk about that. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, that was just, I had to get in his face and see what was up because I wasn't talking crap the whole mm. uh, camp. I never talk crap. Well, not never. I used to when I was younger, but like I never talk crap now. And I, he was talking uh, some crap, like somebody had came out and, uh, and, and showed me what he was saying and stuff. And so I just was like, I just asked him. I just got in his face and I just asked. I was like, you talking shit? And he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm talking shit. And so I'm just like, show me. Just like I got in his face. I was just like, show me then tomorrow, you know? And uh, that was pretty much it. It, were, it really wasn't nothing. Mm-hmm. I, At least not to me. <laughs> I think you like fighting. I, I think this is something that, that you like. You get real excited over that. I'm telling you, I was checking nah, you out now. I, uh, nah, I don't like saying? it. I love it. I love okay, it. but that little warrior <laughs> savage, Um, I've seen that. <laughs> so have you ever broken somebody's uh bones or something, or have you ever had any bones broken? That's so funny. This last fight, the one you were say, uh, just talking mm-hmm. about, I had my face broken. My orbital bone is broken right now. Mm. But, uh, yeah, and I broke his face, too. Uh, we had both went to the hospital after that fight. Uh, he was all lumped up, swolled up, and my orbital bone was broken. So we had a, a, a proper war, you know. What's the orbital bone? So that's the bone that wraps around your eyes. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I got, like, some double vision in my eyes still uh, if I look up or, like, when I wake up in the morning because, like, the pressure behind the eye. So I'll probably, like, a couple more weeks, I'll be good. It's still – it's, like, no pain or nothing like that. Like, I was I was very uh, blessed, fortunate to uh, not have any damage to my eye. And you still want to keep fighting? Even more. Mm. <laughs> Even more. And are you drinking Starbucks? With your pinky up. Mm. Pinky up. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your favorite saying? My favorite saying? Yeah. Oh, uh, I just, uh, it's, it always changes. But I, I just listened to one recently, and it was like Memento Mori. And it's like what the these servants, not servants, but like these councilmen used to tell kings back in uh, early days. And memento mori, it means remember we die. So it's like some people, they live so like, um, like even me sometimes. And like uh, most people, most of us, we like, we forget that. Like, remember, remember you die. It means it's like a saying, like whatever you're doing and whatever moment, every moment you got to take advantage of it. And like, uh, it got to be a purpose for why you're doing what you're doing. Cause then you're just living like aimlessly. Because people for people take it for granted. They, you know, their their bodies is like a uh, our bodies is like a vehicle. It's our only vehicle we ever have, and like people take it for granted. You know, they take the time with people you spend for granted. I'm included when I say people too. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you how do you Stay in shape. So, like, what's say a food routine or something for you? If somebody was oh, trying to I don't even want to talk about that right now because I'm on a seafood diet right now. Okay. I see food. I see food and I eat it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worried about none of that right now. I just had a, a grueling fight camp. I got my orbital bone broken. Like, I just want to focus on on recovering 
you know, eating whatever I want, relaxing, you know, I'm still working and stuff, but like, uh, just like my diet is so strict. You wouldn't believe it. And it makes my weight cuts easier. So, and it's a long, it's, it's not just a diet, it's a lifestyle. And so that week or two weeks after a fight, which is what I'm in right now, I just eat whatever I want, whenever I want. I don't really think too much about it, but I'm about to lock back in in like another week or two. Mm-hmm. And that's going to consist of me eating only foods I cook. Uh, no, no, like fried foods, obviously no sugar, obviously, unless it's from like watermelon or like fruits, that's natural sugar. I can eat as much as that as possible. But even then I only eat between like 1 PM and 6 PM. If anything after that is just water, anything before that is just water. And that's kind of like my diet. The only cheat thing I do is like caffeine, but it can't be any like sugar drinks, like coffee or uh anything like that the caffeine comes from like these like supplements mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's it's strict it's strict i like before for this last fight i went into the fight feeling perfect my weight cut was perfect it was like i i really treated my career professionally like i uh like i should and uh i was eating like very small portions but i would eat throughout the day i would eat like a typical meal be like two sweet potatoes and like uh that would be it that would be like a typical meal like things like that sweet two sweet potatoes like mm-hmm. a, a quarter of watermelon uh some eggs just just a couple eggs it would be stuff like that you, know? you do protein drinks and stuff no nah. I, I don't like the taste of it. <laughs> Me either. Me either. No. It's too like chalky. Yeah. You know. It's some. It's something, and that it make you just sit it all down and pour it all down the drink. Just. And you want to know why? Because it's like meant for you to only drink like twelve ounces, so you gotta hurry up and chug it. Yeah. People be making like these huge cups of it and drinking it. I'm like, that's disgusting. It is. <laughs> so, who do you look up to? Um. Like personally, I know in my life, or like personally in your life. Um, I look up to my dad. He's a, a hard worker. He says the craziest stuff, but uh, he's a hard worker. Um, I look up to my grandmother a lot. She she does a podcast also. Do she? What's the shout out, Granny? What's your grandma's name? Uh, the irresistible Zimra. She's a jazz artist. The irresistible Zimra. Spell it. Yes. Uh, so irresistible, and then uh, Zimra Z E M R A H, and she has a uh a concert coming up, uh, in October. Okay, so you might as well give us the details. You looking for it? Oh, for sure. I'm gonna be there. Uh, working the concert. Where it's at? It's going to be in South. Uh, let me see. I got the thing right here. It's going to be Showtime. It's going to be. Jesus, I wish the poster was a little bit. All right, here we go. Um, October 15th. And I'm going to have to get that back to you. The poster doesn't like show the dates on it. Okay. So we'll make sure we um, attach Granny on that. The irresistible if, if y'all grandma. following me and y'all watching this, listening to this, then 
you're gonna see it on my page for sure. All right. That sounds like a plan. What keeps you motivated? Uh my daughter a lot. Like uh she's five and well, she's turning five in October, but um she she motivates me a lot. That's that's really it. Just that. Um yeah, motivation, you know, is fickle. Uh, Cause you know motivation comes and goes. So uh, when I had a kid, then that's all the motivation I needed. Um, yeah, it's, it's like motivation. I don't really look for motivation. I look for like having discipline. Cause motivation, you could be motivated for a couple weeks, then something bad happens. Then what? Yeah. Now you're you know depressed or whatever. If you're disciplined, it don't matter what happens. You're always going to do the same regimen. You're always going to put in that work. You're always going to keep the same mindset so i try to stay disciplined instead of motivated i like that that's true so let's talk about music so being in the industry who do you find supports you the most as far as your music support shit when i look at my analytics on like uh because my music is across all platforms when i look at my analytics i got people in different countries that support me more than anybody i know personally uh yeah any in person that's and that's half half on me too because um i've been doing music a long time but i've been doing it as a hobby not as a career mm-hmm. and um i've made money off it but i've made way more money off music than i've put into music like as far as buying studio equipment studio time uh distribution companies I've I put more I've I've made more than I put into it. So but I still see it as a hobby because I'm not making enough where it's like, you know, life changing or anything. Mm-hmm. So I look at it as a hobby still. And um it's just I don't promote it as much as I should. I've 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 only started recently doing uh music videos and stuff like that again this year. And every time I I, I put some focus into it, I see some benefits out of it. But uh, I'm I'm still like a foot in, foot out. So it'll be interesting to see like how far I go with it. So what's your music? What's your artist name? And um, if I said that right. And then what's the name of your albums? How many have you released? So I've I've been putting a lot of music out, but don't be surprised if one day if I actually do make it in the music industry. Like I, I like have deleted all the music I have out now and just re-release it. Um, but uh, my name is Sins, uh, C Y N S. My artist name is Sins, mm-hmm. and I had that name for a while just because I like the word like cynical, and I feel like a lot of people I've met are cynical, and a lot of people do sin, like S I N, like from mm-hmm. the biblical word, and I just put that together. I was like. These two words sound exactly the same, but they mean two different things. But people are these things. So I put them both together. I was just like, all right, that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I got an album I just released called Happy. And uh, something traumatic had happened to me. Uh, and so I was just like, all right, uh, that's just the mindset I was in. That's how it's, it's like therapeutic making this album is. And uh so if you look up Happy uh, on any platform, Apple Music, Spotify, you will see it. So do you want to share what happened or no? Uh, 
a little it was bit. Already, it was, it was, yeah, it was uh, already uh, shared a lot, but I don't want to talk about that because uh, it's understood. Don't got to be explained all the time, you know? All right. Most people that's going to be listening to this anyway, they already know what's what happened and if they don't then cool you're not supposed to yeah, you're supposed to <laughs> right so what advice would you give your younger you um when i was 14 i had a song i released that did like 300,000 views uh and it's still going crazy but that was around the time i had ended up going full-time fighting because uh 15 is when i joined so at 12 i was going to that gym but I was self-taught. I never trained with anybody at that gym. Uh, shout out Active Edge in Lansing, Illinois. If you know, you know. I was there from 12 to 15, self-taught. And then at 15, I met Steve Cologne. And that's when I went full in with the fighting. And uh, at 14, I had a song do 300K. I was going crazy on SoundCloud. But I ended up just going MIA, just dropping the music stuff to focus on fighting. I would I would have told myself at that moment, go off with this song, do a video, go crazy, and who knows where I would be now, but everything happens for a reason, you know? What's the name of the song? Is it still up? Yeah, it's still up. It's called Memories. Memories. People have told me to redo it so many times, but it's like... <laughs> I'm like, sound like you get a joy in that area. So I mean, why not? Yeah, facts. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I will redo it one day. Yeah. It's just with the music. I I do have other albums out. It's called Left Hook Right Hand. Um, uh, as an album, um, I had dropped Undying Energy, which is the album that did the most. Like, I had the most feedback on that, and. That was during COVID. So every this was like right when people was thinking the world was finna in like zombies or something. Like, you know how big they was hyping it when it first happened. You got people scared to shake hands, people scared to, you know, go out without gloves and a mask. Like when it first happened, people was like scared that the roads were clear, like it was no uh cars in the parking lots at like big stores, mm -hmm. you know, the Walmarts were closed. And I was, we was all in the house. Uh, most of us, I was still working though. And uh, I was just inspired to make this album called Undying Energy because that was the energy I had. Like, that's the energy I still have. It's like undying, like can't be beat, can't, can't be killed. Uh, my spirit is like unbroken. So that, that was like uh, the mindset I had and that album did real good actually. For, for what, like, where I'm at in the music, you know? Like, making $1,000 off an album after when you're, like, not even, like, doing, you know... I wouldn't even say I'm an underground artist. I'm a little bit under that right now, but uh, making 1000 bucks off that was pretty cool, considering I did it, like, out of just not even thinking about money. Right. What's your favorite place? To unwind. To unwind? Mm -hmm. The gym, uh, sparring, uh, you know, probably probably sparring in the cage, fighting. That's probably my favorite place. In all of this that you're doing, that you do, how do you stay focused? 
focus. Mm-hmm. I think I say focus because I, lo- I love to do what I'm doing. Like, um, I'm not rich by a long, by long uh, ways, but I love doing what I'm doing. So, like, I, I do things in a way that supports me keep doing what I love to do. Um, and it's like that saying, sacrifice your 20s and 30s. So you can live, so you can do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You ever heard, uh, I kind of butchered it, but you ever heard that phrase, like sacrifice your 20s and 30s and and then you could do like pretty much do whatever you want to do later on. Uh, that's kind of like what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going all in on my dreams, but at the same time, I'm being realistic too. So I'm not thinking too, like too far ahead as far as I'm doing this to, money 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 no I'm, I'm trying to just live and like have fun doing what i'm doing while you know succeeding in other things let's go back to music um listening to the stuff that's going on now and looking at the different women you got these uh what's soup suki uh whatever they name ice spice okay and, and the reds <laughs> and stuff like that you got a daughter coming up right how do yeah. you feel about this you know, same, I'm pretty sure same way people felt when, you know, uh, Lil' Kim was in the scene popping out or uh, some of the other uh, uh, wild artists, like, it's always, it's, it's always going to be like that. It's always going to be artists that go, you know, go to the extremes of, like, vulgar, vulgarity or, you know, secular music. It's always going to be that way. It's always been that way. Like I've heard songs from like my grandma's era where they're you know mm-hmm. it's pretty you know uh, Rick James you know mm-hmm. <laughs> he is he is pretty wild if you listen to the words but um, it's always like that I feel like the music industry is a you know disgusting place it's always been a disgusting place just like the movie industry but but back then your, and grandma keep your era, kids away back then and keep your, what you was gonna say back then in grandma's era, era social media and stuff wasn't there so now it's like in your face <laughs> and you're not able to really you know separate your kids from it it's like you got to sit down and have these talks that you really wouldn't have with them you know until they got a little bit older so now you finding yourself sitting down trying to explain you know what's what's going on and you can only keep them away for so long because even in the little door stuff and all of this Caillou stuff, they slide that stuff in there, you know. Hey, you know, you, you know, then that goes even deeper than music or, you know, that that goes into the, you know, we can go deep on that because uh, there's always been subliminal messaging since there's been a TV, a, a, a television tell lies to your vision. Uh, it's, it's always been a subliminal message. And uh, like even before TV, radio has always been subliminal messaging and and propaganda and, and things to brainwash the youth because the youth is the future. Mm-hmm. So if you control the youth, then you dictate how the future goes for us all. So um, try your best as a parent to keep them things away. Like uh, when I'm with my daughter. And her mom, me and her mom, uh, we're not together right now, but we both are on the same page as far as like what she's exposed to on her iPad. And so we limit and we uh, block and we uh, uh, 
restrict a lot of things even even on youtube kids uh, uh app specifically mm-hmm. made for mm-hmm. kids they're they're pushing all types of wild secular things mm-hmm. right underneath your nose so we always watch that stuff and we're on it and uh so far so good because i got a very respectful smart young girl all right do you like to read books um i've been on the audio book kick for the last couple years i but i have picked up a, a physical um a physical copy uh like last year no 2021 i read uh the book of five rings and that book kind of Kind of opened up my eyes. Like, I feel like every time I do pick up a book, it opens up a new level in my brain. And uh, the Book of Five Rings, if you're listening to this and you're a fighter, you want to fight or you want to get better at work or in your career, um, no matter what you do, you want to kill in your career, read that book. Book of Five Rings. All right. So where can they find your music and your fight schedule? How can people follow you? Look up Memnon Warrior on Instagram. Uh, Look up Memnon Warrior on YouTube. My YouTube is monetized and it's popping. My um, Instagram is popping. So hop on there. That's how you support me. How you support me for free? Just listen to a video. Uh, I mean, watch a video, listen to a song. All of that stuff is a is support. That's how you can support it for free. Um, my my music anywhere you look anywhere you listen to music, my music's on there. Anywhere you uh on YouTube, all that stuff. So, all right. Any last things you want to tell us? Uh, I want I want to uh, ask you some questions. What made you start a, a podcast? <laughs> um, I had a friend that actually said seeing that I like to uh, talk and h- help people and different things like that um, that I should start a podcast and you know for him he always be like I didn't say do that and da 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 but it was his idea and so um, I just really put some thought into it I'm always up for challenges and so I did it. And so my year is coming up actually September 24th and you, my friend are my 270th episode. So, um, yeah. Congratulations. That's pretty, that's, that's a lot. I, I, I stopped doing podcasts after my fifth or sixth episode. So I need to get back on it. Why did you stop? Um, you know how it goes. Like, being consistent is the number one like thing. If you're doing anything, no matter what you do, mm-hmm. nine to five, whatever you're doing, artists, music, whatever, being consistent is the only way to be. Like, if you're not consistent, consistent in it, yeah. then you shouldn't even be doing it. Yeah. And uh, that's why I say con- congrats, because two seventy, that's a grind. You know. It is. It really is, and it's tough to do. Um, and being consistent is tough as well, but that goes back to that discipline. And I get fussed at from time to time, like, where's my episode? So, mm-hmm. um, all of that's good. What else you got? Yeah, my, my, uh, my podcast was called, um, uh, Warrior Talk. 
and uh, I would just have like fighters on, and uh, I could I could give you an excuse. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> during the time I was like so focused on myself, like my fights and stuff, that I was like, and I I couldn't get like certain fighters that I wanted to get, but that's just an excuse, honestly. No, but that's discouraging, especially, you know, when when that's what you do. Right. And some of those yeah. people you probably look up to and you in a room with them. So it's like, OK, can you sit down and, and do this with me? A lot of people. Are yeah, yeah. it is a little intimidating. Yeah. 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 So I totally understand that. So maybe you should try again. Seeing that you all for a couple of weeks eating all the food that you won't drink at Starbucks <laughs> with your pinky up. <laughs> All right, my pinky wasn't up. <laughs> let me let me uh, set the record straight on that. But uh, definitely, definitely, uh, I, I feel like uh, I'm taking a little inspiration, a little motivation from you then, and go ahead and get back on that. Even if you do one once a month. And then, like, the guy that you just fought and both of y'all went to the hospital, you know? Yeah. Maybe you could be like, yo, let's get on and talk about that fight. And he'd be like, okay, you never Yeah, know. hey, that's actually a really good idea. <laughs> yeah, like, we didn't beat the hell out of each other. We both yeah. got broken face, face bones, like, you know? I mean, yeah. it's a lot of younger people that's wanting stuff like that, that's listening, you know, like, what made you start it, you know? Yeah, so, that'd be awesome, yeah. Uh, that's a great idea, actually. Uh, that'd probably do some numbers, too. Um, just because our face-off did numbers. Yeah, so it's a, let me reintroduce myself. Definitely. Yeah, and then you get you some artists on there and just bring in a mixture of stuff and not focusing on, on the UFC. So maybe you just need to broaden it a little bit. Definitely, and I just learned how to make beats, too. So if anybody listening to this... And you an artist, and you need a place to record. Hit me up in the DM. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I might get like P Diddy, start being in the background too, because I, I know how to mix and I know how to engineer and stuff like that. So you know how to mix, you know how to engineer. So when you do your videos and stuff, somebody come in, you got cameramen and people that help and do your edits. So you know how to do that too. I know how to edit. I know how to shoot. If you go on my YouTube, I got over a hundred videos, maybe more than that. I think over, let me check real quick. Uh, I got a lot of videos. Every video I've mixed and uh, recorded myself. Um, I have a team of guys that come with cameras. Shout out Chosen Visuals. They come with cameras. They record. But I, I do the editing and um, and mixing myself on the videos, like effects and all that. And you said Chosen Videos? Cho chosen Visuals. Visuals, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, shout out to Grandma with her podcast, uh, Irresistible Zimra Jazz. Irresistible podcast. Zimra on inte uh, Intellectual Radio, uh, in Chicago. Shout out, uh, Intellectual Radio too, because he, uh, the owner of that studio, uh, came to one of my fights, and the guy pulled out of my fight, so I couldn't even fight that night. Uh, but shout out, Intellectual Radio in Chicago too. All right, so now what else you got for me? You got some more questions? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not right now. You got any more for me? No, I'm just glad that we was able to hop on here. Um, I hope everybody that's listening take all of this information in. I will attach your music and your Instagram and, you know, all of your fighting stuff. I will attach that to the podcast. 
I'll attach grandma to the podcast and shout her out as well. And maybe I could connect with grandma and we can get on each other's podcast and oh, that'd be awesome. together. Maybe I can ask her some menopause questions. I need some <laughs> help. Look. <laughs> she's uh uh she's like 70. Uh she's in her 70s, so definitely um experienced in life, you know. Right, right, yeah. So um this it. We're about to disconnect. Anything yeah. burning on the inside? Nothing? On the inside, it's always, my blood's always burning, always thinking of something. Uh, but uh, thanks thanks for having me. It's uh, great to be on your podcast, for sure. Well, I thank you again, and I'm going to need you to go ahead and start Warrior Talk again. So while you're in your downtime, go ahead and make those connections so you can find <laughs> them up. Warrior Talk coming soon. Yeah, and you don't have to, you know, disperse them as soon as you record them. Just set them up, you know, record them and and set them up on certain dates. And that way you appear to be active, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. And on that note, if you hang in there with me, I'll hang in there with you. Peace. Peace out.